Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Hello, we are recording this episode on New Year's Eve, right Peyton? Yeah. Yeah, did you have a good New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was your favorite part? Um, the, we, um, I got a worstest part and a bestest Okay, bestest what's part. the worst part? Um, I have a couple. Okay, um, just one. Okay, that car, my Cousin Carter hit his head and... But he did do it having fun. He was having mm-hmm. fun, so that's good. And, and the best part of the night. And I scratched my tummy by opening... Okay. Uh, that's a bad part. We uh, want a, a good part. Good. Okay. Um, 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 what is the fireworks? Oh, fireworks, yeah. You also got to meet a new friend tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her name's... Paisley. Paisley, that's right. So we'll say hi to Paisley if she's listening to this. Mm -hmm. Hi, Paisley. Thanks for being our new friend. And what about her brother, Weston? Yeah. We got to meet two new friends tonight, Weston and Mm -hmm. Presley, huh? And we got to meet her mom. Paisley. Paisley. I got her mixed up with your other friend. Everybody has P names. Mm -hmm. So we met Paisley and Weston and their mommy, Krista, huh? Mm-hmm. It was a fun night. We had Auntie Nick over and Carter. Yeah, my cousin Carter. That's right. Your Auntie Nick is my auntie. That's right. And we had Auntie Lou over and Uncle mm-hmm. T. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was fun, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, guys. Well, welcome to Junie B. Jones and that Meanie Jen's birthday. birthday. And we're on book six, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Chapter 1, Eating Cake. My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice, except I don't like Beatrice. I just like B and that's all. B is my bestest letter. On account of my favorite food starts with that guy. Its name is Birthday Cake. We had that delicious stuff at school today. That's because Polly Ann Puffer turned six years old and his mother brought chocolate cake and chocolate ice cream. Did you see the picture? Oh, um, and somebody put cake on their head. Whoa. And chocolate milk to room nine. She is a chocolate nut, I think. The party was very fun, except for Polly Ann Puffer got all wound up and he put cake on his head. Then he laughed until milk came out of his nose. That's called milk nose, I told my bestest friend Lucille. Lucille is a lady. Ew, she said, I wish I didn't see that milk nose because now my stomach feels upset and I can't eat the rest of my cake. Oh, yeah, I hate that when things gross me out and then I can't eat, huh? Mm -hmm. I get grossed out really easily. Me too, I said. Now I can't eat the rest of my cake too, and so I will throw both of our cakes in the trash can for us. Then I picked up our cakes and I hurried hurried up to the Mm -hmm. trash can. I looked all around me very careful. Then I quick ducked behind the trash can and I stuffed both of those cakes right in my mouth. I rubbed my tummy real happy. Now all I need is some milk to wash it down with, I said. That's when I saw some milk sitting on the table, all by itself. I picked it up and drank it all gone. Mmm, I said. That hit the spot. 
Just then, I heard a voice. Junie B. Jones, why are you out of your seat? It was my teacher. Her name is Miss. She has another name, Poop, too, but I like Miss, and that's all. Miss has eyes like a hawk. Do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. She can see anything. Yes, because she's high above and she can see everything. Mm-hmm. What are you doing over there? She asked me. I'm sharing people's cake and milk, I explained, except for they aren't actually here at the moment. Miss rolled her eyes way back into her set head. I smiled. Very sweet. Guess what? When I have my birthday party, I'm going to bring cake and milk too, I said. Plus, I might bring a beanie weenie casserole, because that will be a nice change of pace, I think. Then I skipped over to Polly Ann Puffer's mother. Excellent cake, madam. My compliments to the chef, I said. Then me and her did a high five. Only she didn't actually put her hand out, and so I mostly just slapped her on the arm. After that, I skipped back to my seat. Lucille was finishing her cake, chocolate ice cream. She had a chocolate mustache on her lip. I did a frown at her. Lucille, I'm surprised at you, I said. You're not eating that ice cream like a little lady. And so I'll show you how. Then I quick dipped my spoon into Lucille's ice cream. Mm. See, I said, see how I'm taking dainty bites of this stuff? Just, only just then, a dainty bit of chocolate ice cream slipped off of my spoon and it plopped onto Lucille's lap. She jumped up out of her chair. Oh no, she hollered. Now look what you did. You spilled ice cream on my brand new dress. And my Nana just bought this from New York City and it costed $95 plus tax. Miss hurried to the table. She had a wet sponge to clean up Lucille's dress. No, don't, Lucille said. You can't put water on this because this dress is made of satin and satin is dry clean only. Miss made angry eyes at me and I did a gulp. Who knew, I said real soft. Then I put my head down on my table and I covered up my, I covered up with my arms because that is called laying low and laying low is what you do if you know what's good for you. Junie B has bad luck, huh? She's just like always getting into trouble and stuff. Mm-hmm. She does not have good luck, that's for sure. Chapter two, tapping on that Jim's head. After the party, me and my other bestest friend rode home on the bus. Her name's Grace. Me and that Grace take turns sitting next to the window. That is good sport of us, I think, except for sometimes we forget whose turn it is. Then we have to settle it with our fists. This time, it was that Grace's turn to sit next to the window. Guess what? I don't even care if you sit there today, I told her, because eating all that cake made me in a happy mood. That Grace smiled. Me too, she said. Eating that cake made me in a happy mood too. Yeah, only you can't be as happy as me, I explained, because I had two cakes and you only had one. The squirrel tries to start fights, so I have to say. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, people. Peyton had a little case of the dropsies, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, that Grace did a frown. It's okay, Grace. Don't be upset, I said, because when I have my birthday cake, I'll invite you to my house and you can have two cakes too. Oh boy, she said. I know it's oh boy, I said back. Plus, you'll get your very own paper cup with M&M's in it. Wow. Oh, I love M&M's. Yum, said that Grace. Me too. I love M&M's too, she said, on account of the chocolate doesn't melt in your hands. The color melts on your hands a little and that's all. I smiled real big. And here's another good thing, Grace. When you come to my party, you will get your very own party hat. And we will play Twister. Plus, also, we will play that game where you shout, Bingo! 
Only, I keep on forgetting the name of that one. <laughs> it's called Bingo. <laughs> Just then, that meanie boy named Jim jumped up from his seat. Bingo, stupid, he shouted. Its name is Bingo. What a moron. Who would even want to come to a stupid party like yours? He made his voice real loud so everybody could hear. At my house, I have a cool birthday. I have cool birthday parties, he said. Like last year, my party was named Clowning Around, and we had two clowns from the circus, and they made balloon animals and did magic tricks. <sighs> okay, yawn mom number one. I leaned way close to his face. So, I don't even like clowns. Clowns are not normal people. Plus, my very own Grandpa Frank Miller can make balloon animals too, except for they all look like wiener dogs. Only he's working on it. That Jim wasn't even listening to me. He just kept on talking about his parties. This year, my party is named Old McDonald's Farm. And real farm animals bringing a petting zoo right to my front yard. He's going to bring a lamb, a goat, and a burrow, and some rabbits. And he's also bringing a real-life pony for us to ride. I put my hands on my waist. Yeah, well, too bad for you, I said, because I saw all about ponies on TV, and ponies buck you off their backs, and they stomple you and to the ground, and they kill you to death. And so I wouldn't even come to your stupid, dumb party in a jillion, billion years. Good, hollered that Jim. I'm glad, because my, my birthday is coming Saturday. And tomorrow, I'm bringing invitations to every single person in room I'm only not to you. You're the only one in the whole class who I'm not bringing an invitation to. So there. Then he did a big ha right in my face and he sat back down in his seat. Meanwhile, I just kept on standing there and standing because something had gotten a little bit wrong here. I think I tapped his head. Yeah, only here's the thing I said. I don't actually know you're having... I didn't actually know you were having a party on Saturday, and so good news. I think I can make it. No, he shouted that mean boy. You're not coming. Now go away. I tapped on him again. Yeah, only I was just kidding about the ponies. I said they hardly even stumble you, probably. I don't care. Stop bothering me, he shouted. I stood on my tippy toes and looked at his head. I love your hair today, I said. That Jim swatted at me. Get away from me, he hollered. You're not coming to my party, and that's final. Just then, a big lump came in my throat, and a big lump is what comes before crying. It hurt to swallow. I sat down and hided my face in my sweater. Turn it, I said, because I really think I would have enjoyed myself with that thing. Then my bestest friend named Grace put her arm around me. She patted me real gentle, and she let me sit next to the window. That would be really sad, huh? Chapter 3. Very Slumping. I walked home from the bus very slumping. Very slumping is when your shoulders are sad and your head can't hold up that good. Grandma Miller was in the nursery. She babysits me and my baby brother in the afternoon. His name's Ollie. I love him a real lot, except I wish he didn't live at, live at my actual house. Grandma Miller was rocking him in the rocking chair. I tried to climb up there too. Only Grandma said, hold your horses at me. Yeah, only I need to rock very bad, I said. I explained, on account of a mean boy is having a birthday party on Saturday, and he's inviting everyone in room nine, only not me. I'm the only one who's not going. Grandma Miller just did a sad face. Kids can, children can be so cruel, she said. Just wait until I get baby to, until I get the baby to sleep, and then you and I will talk about it, okay? 
So that's how come I crossed my arms and I tapped on my foot. And I waited and waited for that baby to go to sleep. Only his eyes kept staying wide open. Hold them close with your fingers, Grandpa. Grandma, I told him. <laughs> Hold them close with your fingers, Grandma, I told her. Heavens no, she said. Then she kept right on rocking him. And so finally I got tired of waiting. And I went to my room and I crawled under my underneath my covers. I crawled way down to the bottom of the sheets. It's very muffly down there. You can say mean stuff and no one can hear you. Here is all the stuff I hate, I said. First, I hate that meanie Jim. Then, clowns. And old MacDonald had a farmer. Plus, I hate rabbits and burrows and ponies. And guess what else? We don't actually need a baby at this house. Only, no one ever consulted me. Just then, I heard a knock at my door. Junie B, it's Grandma, honey. Ollie finally went to sleep. She came in and lifted up my covers. I called your mom and told her what happened at school, she said. I peeked up at her. And so can she fix it, I asked. Can I go to that birthday party now? Grandma Miller held out her arms to me. She pulled me from out from under the covers. Your mother is going to talk to you about it when she gets home, she said. Meanwhile, why don't you and I have a little fun, she said. Let's read a book, okay? What kind of story do you want to hear? I thought and thought. I would like to hear a story about a little girl who doesn't get invited to a meanie boy's party. And so she sneaks to his house and she lets a wild pony out of the barn. And then it stumples the little boy into a flatty pancake. And then all the children pour maple syrup on that guy and they eat him for breakfast. Grandma Miller looked kind of sickish. You've got to stop worrying about that boy's party. He is just trying to get your goat, she said. Then my eyes got big and wide. Goat? What goat, Grandma? Do I have a goat? Is it a surprise goat? Are you keeping secret at your house? I jumped up and pulled on her hand. Let's go get it. I want, want to, Grandma. Let's go get my goat right now. Just then a great idea popped into my head. Hey, I just thought of something, Grandma. If you and me can bring my goat to the to my house, and then I can have a very own birthday on Saturday, I will... I will call it, come and pet my goat, and everyone in room nine will come to my party, uh, and no one will go to that meanie gyms. Then, all of a sudden, the front door opened. It was Mother. I run to her speedy quick. Mother, Mother, guess what? Guess what? Me and Grandma Miller are getting my goat, and I am having a very own birthday party on Saturday, and all of room nine is going to be invited. (gasps) Only, not that mean gem I hate. He's the only one not coming to my party. Ha, so I hate him. So ha ha on him. Just then, Grandma Miller sneaked out the front door with her sweater. I pulled on Mother's arm. Come on, Mother, come on, I said. We have to go to the store and buy invitations. Plus, also, we have to pick up the, the beanie weenies. Mother didn't come. She sat down on the couch and smothered my hair. Listen to me, Junie B, she said. I know that Jim hurt your feelings today. But you can't have your birthday party on Saturday. Your birthday isn't until June, remember? And June is still months away. June? June, just like you. I know June, Junie is a month away, I said. And so that is how come I am moving my birthday sooner. Because months away will be too late. Mother picked up and put me on her lap. I'm afraid you don't understand, honey. Oh, gosh. 
she said. You can't change the day you were born. No one can. It's impossible. I made my voice very whispering. Yeah, only here's a little secret. Nobody in room nine even knows when my birthday is. So I think we can pull it off. Mother did a little smile. She ruffled my hair. Sorry, honey. No can do, she said. Yes, I hollered. You can do. Because cause I have to have my party on Saturday. Or else I will be the only one who is not going to that needy gems. And that is the saddest story I ever heard of. Just then, my eyes got a little bit of water in them. Mother wiped my face with a tissue. Could you please stop moving, honey? She wiped my face with a tissue. Then she hugged me real tight. And she said the words, I'm sorry. More bad news. Grandma Miller just called. There's no goat. Okay, can you please sit super duper still, okay? It's driving me a little bonkers, just so you know. Chapter four, moving. Just like you are. <laughs> oh my goodness. The next morning, I didn't get out of my bed. Not even when mother hollered, time for breakfast. She came into my room. Didn't you hear me, Junie B? It's time to eat. I looked up from my pillow. Yeah, only I'm not even hungry. <sighs> not even hungry. Plus, it's also the day I'm moving. I, it's also, I'm moving today. Mother smiled. She sat on my bed. You're moving, huh? She asked. And that is, a, and exactly where will you be going? I did my shoulders up and down. Somewhere, I said. Somewhere, she asked. Where? Summer, not here. That's where I said. Mother hugged me. This is still about Jim's birthday party, isn't it? You're still worried about get, not getting an invitation. No, I'm not, I said. On account of I'm not even going to school any, to that school anymore. On account of I'm moving today. Mother shook her head. Then she went out of my room and she and Daddy did whispering in the hall. <sighs> Pretty soon, Daddy came in. He gave me a piggyback ride to the kitchen. Then mother made my favorite hot cereal and she let me have a brown sugar I, the brown sugar I wanted. She sat down next to me. You know, Junie B, Jim is only doing this to hurt your feelings, she said. He wants to get a reaction from you and that's all. Sure he does, said daddy. And when someone is trying to hurt your feelings, there's only one way to get back at them. You have to pretend that you don't care, said mother. You have to pretend that you don't even want to go to that party. Because if you pretend that you don't want to go, it will take all the fun out of it for him. Daddy winked. You can do you can do that, can't you? He asked. You're the best little pretender in the entire world. Just then my whole light my whole face lighted up. Cause that word gave me a great idea. Hey, I just figured out where I can move to. It's called a small world after all. And it's at Disneyland. Remember that, Daddy? It's where all those puppets kept on singing the same song over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Did you just yawn? I think you did because it made me yawn. I smiled. That would be a happy place to live, don't you think? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is a yawn contest. You made me yawn. <laughs> Daddy looked at me a real long time. Then he put his head down at the table and he started knocking on the edge. Mother pulled him up from there. They went into the hall and did some more whispering. After a while, Mother called me from the bedroom. Junie B, could you pick up the phone, please? 
It's your grandmother and grandfather, and he wants to talk to you for a minute. He picked up. I picked up the phone. Hello? Hello yourself, little girl, my grandpa Frank Miller said. What you up to this morning? I'm moving today, I told him. Grandpa Miller sounded upset. Moving? He said. Oh, no, you can't be moving. If you move, then you won't be able to come over to my house on Saturday. I crinkled up my eyebrows at him. Because this conversation smelled fishy, that's why. Yeah, only, how come you want me to come to your house, I asked. And how come it has to be Saturday? Because Saturday's the day that I have to work her in here, remember, he said. You're still my little helper, aren't you? I thought very careful. Yes, I said. On account of sometimes, I help Grandpa fix stuff, and it's called odd jobs, I think. Are you doing odd jobs? I asked him. Is that why you want me to come there? Sure, I'm doing odd jobs, he said my Grandpa, but I can't do them without my helper, can I? You're the only one who wears a tool belt, aren't you? I smiled very proud, because Grandpa Miller's tools, tool belt is the bestest thing I love. It has a jillion, jillion tools hanging off that thing. It wraps around me two whole times, and I don't even have to cave in. Just then, Grandpa Miller made his voice real quiet. You haven't even heard the best part yet, he whispered. Guess what I'm going to be fixing? I whispered back at him. What? Then Grandpa Miller said for me to hang on a minute on account of he wanted to get close to, the, to his door, or else Grandma might hear. If your grandma hears, then she'll want to be my helper instead of you, he said. I waited very patient. Ready, he said. Ready, I said. Okay, I'm going to be fixing the upstairs toilet. Just then, my mouth came all the way open, because fixing the upstairs toilet is a dream come true, that's why. Are you going to take the lid off, Grandpa? Are you going to keep flushing it and flushing it, and are you going to watch all the water go down that thing, I said. I sure am. Of course I am. That's half the fun of fixing the toilet, right? He said, plus, right, I said, very excited. Plus, also, I love that ball thing that floats on top. Me too, said my Grandpa Miller. I love that big ball too. And so, can I count on you? Can I? You and I have a date on Saturday, right? I thought some more. Yeah, only I don't think, I think there's something you forgot, Grandpa. What, he asked. What did I forget, little girl? I raised my eyebrows at that silly head. You forgot that I'm moving today. <laughs> I think he was trying to distract her. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 5. A Bing, a buzzing bee. Grandma and Grandpa Miller take turns babysitting me right before lunch. Then they get me dressed for kindergarten. Except for today, Mother came home from work and she got me dressed instead. She said that if I would, that she would drive me to school today. If I drive you, then you won't have to see Jim on that bus, she said, very thoughtful. Oh, that was very sweet of her mother, huh? Mm -hmm. She got out my clothes for school. It was a jumper with a frog on it. Oh, with frogs on it, I'm imagining. Uh, yeah, only guess what? I'm not even wearing school clothes today on account of I'm moving. And so I have to wear moving man clothes. Mother kept on trying to put that jumper on me, and that's how come I made my legs and arms real stiff so they wouldn't fit in there that good. Then me and Mother wrestled a teeny bit, and she stood on my head, and she pulled my tights on me. You're not moving, Jenny B., she said. You're going to school, and that's final. Running away from your problem never solves anything. Yeah, only I'm not even running, I said. I'm calling Ryder Rents Trucks, and those guys will drive me.
Mother smiled. She tried to hug me, but I kept on staying real stiff. I stayed real stiff all the way to the car to school. Mother parked the car in the parking lot. Then she lifted me out of the door. She carried me real stiff to the playground. She stood me up in the grass. Everything will be fine. You'll see, she said. Just remember what Daddy and I told you. If anyone talks about the party, pretend that it doesn't bother you. She kissed me goodbye on the stiff head. Just then I heard the voices hollering, Junie B, hey Junie B, look, look what we've got, they hollered. I turned around and it was my bestest friend Lucille and that Grace. They were running at me. Look, said Lucille, look what Jim gave us. It's invitations to his birthday party on Saturday. It's just like he told us, Junie B, he said that Grace, and he's gonna have a petting zoo too there. He's gonna have a petting zoo there. I quick covered my ears with my hands and then I closed my eyes and I sang a loud song. It's called, I can't hear you, you're not even bothering me. I sang it at the top of my lungs. I can't hear you, I can't hear you, you're not even bothering me. Then I kept on singing and singing until they went away. Also, they did a cuckoo sign at me. And after that, I sat down on the grass all by myself and I looked around all around the playground Lots of other children had invitations too. Darn it, I whispered, darn it, darn it, darn it. That's when I saw that meanie Jim. He was giving an invitation to a boy named Crybaby William. Crybaby William is the scariest cat in room nine. He is even scared of a teeny flea, I think. Just then I sat up a bit straighter because I just got another idea in my head, that's why. It's called, hey, maybe I can take William's invitation away from him because he won't even chase me probably. And so then I will have my very own invitation and William can get another one from that gym and then everybody will get to go to the party, including me. I stood up from that grass and then I squinted my eyes at crybaby William and so I started to run at him very slow. I went faster and faster till finally I was running as fast as a speeding bumblebee. I buzzed around William zippity quick. His eyes couldn't even follow me that good. Then I buzzed right into his face and I quick grabbed that invitation out of his fingers and I run my fastest to the swing set. And guess what? William didn't even follow me. That's what. And here's more good news. William's invitation didn't even have his name on it. So that means it can be for anybody, probably. And only now it's mine, I said, because I will put my name on it when I get to room nine and it will be my very own invitation. Just then, the bell rang for school. I put my invitation way down deep. <laughs> that is silly. Way down deep in my pocket, and I skipped very happy to my class. Miss was standing outside of room nine. Williams was standing with her. His nose was sniffling a real lot. I tried to skip past them, but Miss grabbed my straps from my frog jumper. She pulled me back. Yeah, only I don't actually think that that's good for the outfit, I said. Miss did a frown. Junie B, did you take something that belonged to Williams? She asked. No, I said, because his name wasn't even on it, and so that means it's for anybody, I think. Miss tapped her angry foot. Was William holding an invitation, Junie B? And did you snatch it out of his hands? And then did you run away from him? She asked. I smiled, very cute. I was a buzzing bee, I said. Miss was holding out, holded out her hand. May I please have it? May I have it, please, she said. May I have the invitation that you took from William? I rocked back and forth on my feet because I didn't want to give it to her. That's why. 
Yeah, only I think it might have bounced out of my pocket, I said. Miss bended down next to me. She leaned way into my face. I want that invitation, she said. Now. I did a gulp. That, then I quick put my hands in my pocket. Good news. I found it. I said very nervous. Give it to William, said Miss. Cry baby William put out his hand. I shoved it at him. Here, Mr. Stinkyhead Tattletail Boy. I said, here's your stinky head invitation. Mrs. Eyes got real big. Junie B. Jones, that's quite enough. Now you go sit down and I don't want to hear another word. Do you understand, young lady? Not one more word. And so that's how come I walked very slumping to my seat. And I put my head down on my table. Because guess why? Laying low again, that's why. Well, we're going to pause and finish this tomorrow. And Peyton would say goodnight, but she is already asleep. So we will see you for part two of Junie B. Jones and that Meanie Jim's birthday.